song for me I'm not sleepy And there ain't no place I'm going to Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man Play a song for me In the jingle jangle morning I'll come following you Take me for a trip upon Your magic swirling ship All my senses have been stripped And my hands can feel to grip And my toes too numb to step Waiting only for my bootios to be wondering I'm ready to go anywhere I'm ready for to fade Into my own parade Cast your dancing spell my way I promise I'll go under it tambourine man play a song for me I'm not sleepy and nobody cares where I'm going to hey Mr. Tambourine man play a song for me in the jingle jangle morning I'll come following smoke rings of my mind through the foggy ruins of time down past the frightened leaves and the lifeless frozen trees way down to the windy beach far from the twisted reach of crazy sorrow I wanna dance beneath a diamond sky with one hand waving free silhouetted by the sea with all memory and fate driven deep beneath the waves please let me forget about today until tomorrow hey Mr. Tambourine Man Play a song for me I'm not sleepy And nobody knows Where I'm going to Hey Mr. Tambourine Man Play a song for me In the jingle Jangle morning I'll come following
Why is this not loud? Okay. Hi, everyone. It's Madge. I gotta adjust my headphone here. Dirt tilt. I can't find the switch. Everything's hidden from my view. All right, that's better. Now I can talk properly and loudly to my lesbian audience. I'm not a, I don't know what I am if I'm... What, is this too loud? Yeah. The, the background. If I'm gender fluid, if I'm a lesbian... Oh, shit. With food allergies or whatnot. Um, well, we've got a fun show for you today. It's an emergency uh, grum... Um, and you'll hear more about that in a bit, but I got to take care of some business first. I wanted to play. I know I kind of promised you this last week, but I uh, what what happened is I um, uh, what happened is um, that uh, Barbacia came on on time. I didn't expect her last week, and now today I've got a Griselda Grum. Uh, we're gonna have this emergency. It's just a quickie, and then I'm gonna play more of that nice Yiddish. Uh, album afterwards and the reason i do that i know a lot of you people skip through that but for me this is oh fuck me that goddamn mail sound jesus christ that's fucking annoying um i i have it on doing a disturbance still disturbs it's just fucking awful isn't it um so the thing is uh yeah so I manage.substack.com. That's my Substack. I do writing five days a week, and that's um, although I, I do bullet points on holidays such as tomorrow, which is uh, well today for you if you're getting this on the Martin Luther King Day. I'll do bullet points on holidays. But what you see, audience, is that uh, what you need to see is that that's how I'm paying. That's not paying for. Yeah, paying for. But that's how I'm subsidizing this program, this podcast. Is that way? I, I I don't like the idea of paying for the podcast. I don't like the idea of having these boring advertisers. A lot of people have, and they have to like pretend they're interested in getting therapy for their audience and all this shit. <coughs> Leftover covids. Um. Anyway, so I'm gonna play um uh, something from last week, last Monday. It's a week old, so I'm not you know ruining anybody's uh gram by giving it to you a little early, but giving it to you a week late. Um, but this is my post from January 10th, which is a week ago from the day that I'm posting this, which would be January 17th. And I'm going to have Bleary read it because, uh, you know, and I think I think Bleary will do a very good job of it. And um, so here that is. And then we're going to go <coughs> straight to Griselda. For Todd Nugley, do you have a fat name? Madge Weinstein Oyster. January 10th. You know, a lot of people have drag names. I have had many myself, such as Nina Levin and Dame Gag Witherspoon. But do you have a fat name? If you're a thin person who frequently wears a fat suit, you really should have one. As the title suggests, minus for the nugley, which also sounds a little Arabic. I used to have a more terrorist sounding fat name than Jeet, which made more sense when I used it, circa 9-11. I don't know why fat names haven't caught on. I guess it's thanks to Lizzo and her disgusting fried bacon TikToks and Spanx. Griselda told me to make a TikTok, so I did. It was terrible, the usually depressing political stuff that nobody wants to see. I'm too old to try to brand myself and get an audience. I gotta be me. Take it or mostly leave it. I am fat. I think I met Madge Weinstein on TikTok and fat. Speaking of Griselda, here's her weekly fat update. Yesterday on the YouTubes, my son was watching something about World War II and an ad came on for an herbal supplement that turns white fat into brown fat. 
This was the first time he seemed interested in learning about fat, so I was able to tell him all about brown fat and how fat cells never disappear and they just want to get bigger and bigger. Glad I could turn a scam herbal supplement commercial into important learning for the younger generation. I watched the latest episode of Too Large and I wasn't sure why it aired because the woman didn't get a gastric bypass at all. She did make some cool t-shirts that said fat saw on them. Madge's wife made me two shirts that say fat and ugly and people get offended when I wear them. It's only stating the truth. On to my obesity update. Still fat. I am on a pizza diet where I eat one slice of pizza a day but otherwise locale. Today is day 10 and at least I'm enjoying what I'm eating. Even if I'm not smaller. I do think I have some extra sternum definition. Maybe next week I will have more bones showing. Thanks for that obesity update, Gristle Turd. If anyone else has an update they want inserted into this paper grum TM, just send it my way blow to lesbian at gmail.com. That's true about the fat cells. I remember in a psych class in college, the professor talked about this one day. She said that everyone has a set weight. Let's say you're 20 years old and your average weight. You've never been fat. Then you start binging out because you realize food is good. You eat and eat and eat and gain 40 pounds. You are huge. Your body created new fat cells because the existing fat cells couldn't expand anymore to hold all the garbage you ate. But the clincher is, as Gristle Turd mentioned, those new fat cells never go away. So you can lose the 40 pounds you gain. But those new fat cells will still be there. They will just have deflated somewhat. But fat cells don't like being deflated. They like to be full. So your set weight is whatever you weigh when all of your fat cells are full. I'm fat. Griselda, please correct me in the comments if I am wrong. I just went to PN in the toilet I saw what looked like an unflushed load of cum. Someone got lucky. Speaking of cum, I've been going to the gym on Sunday afternoons and the experience has become somewhat disturbing. Gentle readers, I can write candidly here so I will. I'm gonna cut out the bullshit. The gym at that time is basically a bunch of skinny Auschwitz queens who watch each other masturbate in the steam room. I hope I'm not offending any of you by calling them Auschwitz queens. It's just that they look like the Auschwitz prisoners you see in the photos, only not as emaciated. They all look the same, miserable, thin, gaunt, desperate, bitchy, and very, very thirsty. They all carry giant water bottles and drink from them frequently. After taking a drink, they utter loud, Ah, it's very disturbing. What they do is sit there with their towels on. If someone wants to start playing, they begin by putting their hands near the crotch. Then they wait to see if someone else does the same thing. If everyone cups the crotch at the same time, then a safe space has been established and the actions may go further. What's important for you to realize, audience, is that you can get caught. I guess that's what makes it fun. That and the ejaculations. Please note that as a married gender fluid, I obviously don't partake in such activities, but even if I did, I imagine it would be very unsatisfying. My spouse and I call these Auschwitz Queen Steves. We have a friend named Steve who is one of them. Every time I go to the gym on Sunday, there he is with his water bottle and desperation. He pretends not to notice me. I judge. If during this crescendo of sexual patheticness, a large obese man wearing three or more towels walks in all of the Steves get up and walk out at the same time. This is very rude, especially since. While I'm not a man per se, I am an obese gender fluid with multiple towels and fat so I have experienced this sort of rejection before. Anywho, so assuming they haven't been cock-blocked by this point, Whomever is the horniest will pull out their dick and start rubbing away. The weird thing about these sauna circle jerks is that people come fast. You never know when the door is going to open and a straight or fade will walk in. And end the whole business so if you can come, get her done. That's true. I feel like I'm doing a terrible job of describing this to you. 
Let me have Bleary read it back to me and see how we're doing. I'm hungry and obese. And it's Monday. Good enough. Enjoy your week and thank you as always for your support. Love, Madge. I said to my guide once, are you solid? Okay, Yeast Radio here. This is sort of an emergency program because, um, well, I'll just tell you what happened. I woke up early today, which means 7.30. I mean, I got out of bed at 7.30. I always wake up early. I just have to be miserable for a few hours first. And um, and then I got a text from a friend of mine, not Griselda, and she said, Madge, this is real. And then she showed me this picture. Okay, I got it. Fuck me. How do I do this? Yesterday I sent you a picture of her oh, you over did? DM. I didn't see yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't Last see it. Last night. I did not see that. Okay, I'm sorry. This is slow because I'm just <laughs> waking up. You know, this is an emergency program and I needed to. And most of the audience here is audio, so they can't see this shit anyway. But it's uh, the cover of. Here, let me just fuck, fuck me, fuck me. Okay, wait. Okay, I'm gonna do the share. Sorry, I haven't done video in ages, so I'm a little slow. Can you see it? I can. Yes. Okay. So it's Self Magazine, and, and it says uh, the future of fitness. And it's not only an obese model. I wouldn't call her a model. She's just an obese person. But she has a, and I know I'm fat too, so is Griselda, admittedly so, self-described. I'm disgusting. I can't even look at my fat. I don't think I can do this video because I'm too fat. But anyway, um, and, and she's wearing, uh, it looks like she just got out of bed after a fast food eating binge. Like, it looks like, <laughs> she, it looks like she was up till two in the morning eating, you know, some McDonald's, maybe a Pizza Hut, and then she's probably real high and then ordered Popeyes after that from the the Uber Eats and then she just like went to bed and then she woke up and well no she looks like she passed out on a yoga mat and woke up and there she is I don't know what that called, um, you know? so I need you to look at the DM I sent you then because okay. she's only in underwear oh no is this um, a DM in uh, what application because there's a lot Instagram of Let's see. In Make the Instagram. Sure. Simone. I don't see it. Binge eating. Oh. I see binge eating disorder study. Oh, no. Know. I sent it. Hold on. I'll send it to you right now then. See, I thought I sent, sent it to it. you. How dare you? You should always send me a fat picture first. I look. I usually do. That's why I'm confused. Um. Okay. Well, it's to you right now. Okay. Well, listen. I've never... Um, Ugh. That well, that's hard? where I first saw this woman. I have never been this ugly, and I'm glad we're doing this video only because it's a wake-up call to how ugly mm -hmm. I am. I mean, this is a horrible face. Okay. Wait, hold on. Okay, I gotta get it into my computer so I can share it with the audience. If there is one. I'm not sure. Oh, I'll get... This will get taken down from YouTube. I'm just gonna put this on Insane Films. This will get taken okay. down for hate or some shit, which it is. I don't care. It's not really hate. It's just like, what the it's fuck It's not is hate. But um, it says it. it's the future of fitness. So I guess we can right. get into this topic. Yeah, but let is me show the, the picture. Of... Let me show the picture oh, for okay. you. All right. Uh, if you have customers, we can wait. You can hold on. No, no one's here yet. I'm just afraid that Where the I'll fuck get interrupted at some point. Oh, I sent it to my MacBook Pro, the wrong computer. I'm sorry. 
Sorry. Oh, there, I know. It's me being me. My MacBook. Okay, there she is. Oh, in a. So this is. What the fuck is this now? Um, she looks like she has issues with her. There's no thigh gap. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. She's wearing a yellow. I mean, if you're going to use a medical diagnosis, she's definitely in the morbid obesity, morbid obesity category yeah. of BMI. Okay. Um, but these are all headlined the future of fitness. Uh-huh. Now, the the part that I'm not going to hate on is no matter what size you are, yes, you should exercise. And this is a yoga instructor in South Carolina. But like to too. say that that future of fitness is someone who can't even run a mile is a little bit insane. Right. Although maybe I'm making judgment. Maybe she can run a mile. Yeah. Well, did she? What is her fitness routine? Did she say? Um, she, well, she had a whole routine online and she talks about her food eating. Um, but her the routine is she takes a really long time to wake up. She takes like a laxative in the morning. I mean, she didn't call it a laxative, but it was a drink that has magnesium in it. And magnesium is a known laxative. She spends time sitting on the toilet. And I also sent you that, um, picture of her on the toilet because she provided one for the interview. And she says that she catches up on reading when you she's on the toilet. You sent me. I didn't see a picture. Did you just send that to me? I texted it to you, but you were getting ready, I think. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. That's her. That's a man on a toilet. <laughs> Look at her porn. Um, she also uses the joy of cooking as a yoga block. So I really think that. What does that um, mean? Which, you know, like what do your in- yoga instructors use yoga blocks and yeah. or only if they were showing a modification for someone who wasn't able-bodied? Yeah, the latter, the latter. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, if she's using that as a yoga block, then it, that says to me that she doesn't have the mobility of someone well, who... I, I agree, but that's, I mean, that's normal though. I Like I use a lot of yoga blocks all the time because I'm... I do too, because my... Yeah hamstrings don't move but i'm just saying if you're a yoga instructor in general you have decent um you know ability Mm -hmm. like i went through yoga teacher training but i don't teach yoga because too fat i yeah i don't have the skills Mm -hmm. um okay so what was i gonna tell you um oh right about her food eating Mm -hmm. so she is married to a sous chef um, which then made me say, a woman? Like, she's, huh? She's a woman married to a woman. I think it, or dating or living with, I think it, I think it said that it was a woman. Okay. Um, but then I was like, okay, well, if you are working in a kitchen, you put a lot of unhealthy food, you know, you use a lot of unhealthy oil, typically like a lot of oil or butter to make things taste good. Mm. So maybe this um partner is cooking for her high calorie food um she also talks a lot about her love for processed food like beyond burgers but um in the interview it made it sound like she was primarily vegetarian and vegan but when i googled that um she doesn't admit to being one so i mean i guess she probably eats everything like me and you But what's her? But she does talk a lot about eating bagged salad and 
buying her stuff from Whole Foods. So there's a lot of healthy. She says that she eats healthy food. Is bagged salad healthy? I read it caused a salmonella. Like they had a, a salmonella outbreak a couple of weeks ago. I mean, I guess if. Oh. Well, I mean, she said that she won't like chop up a head of lettuce. Why not? She'll eat a bag of salad. Why won't she? Because it chop? takes work. It's too hard. Too much exercise. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> all right. So that's all I got. For okay. My so research on her her specific case isn't really an issue. The issue here, it's more the over the, the what's shocking about this is not that there's a fat person doing yoga. Uh, and who isn't getting any thinner. That's really normal and not really, in, in my opinion, any big deal. I, I do yoga and I'm fat because I don't really do much cardio. But I could be a lot fatter if I didn't. But that's beside the point. The point is the trend of this pushing fat people that normalizing obesity. And not just obesity, but morbid obesity. What is that about? Right. I don't know. I can't figure it out because it's so unhealthy, especially in a time of COVID where we have medical, conclusive medical evidence that COVID is going to kill you if you have obesity. So there's nothing healthy about it. But that information is hard to disseminate because in the rare occasions it has been posted on mainstream media. They get accused of fat shaming left and right in the comments. Oh, I know. Everyone gets accused of fat shaming. But this is reporting You can't facts. say anything. If you say the yeah. facts, the statistics, that most people, you know, that 80%, I don't know them offhand, but like 80% of uh, COVID ICU patients are obese, if that's what it is, then you are accused of fat shaming for delivering yeah. facts. And then yes. I, I wonder, too, like, how does this tie into the fast food industry? I mean... I don't think the fast food industry, I don't know that there's a conspiracy per se, but I seriously doubt that the fast food industry minds when Lizzo, you know, pulls out a, you know, a bunch of hamburgers and just shows that she can eat whatever the fuck she wants. Do you? No, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like there used to be direct lobbying from fast food industries and the food industry. To do what? Um, to, uh, make these things normal just mm. like within our culture but i don't feel like that is happening as much but maybe it's more behind the scenes i'm just thinking about things like um getting products in schools yeah. for younger kids i mean it was more like my era and i'm not as up to date now with whatever they're doing yeah. um but then again, I mean, junk food is so prevalent and they're always coming up with something different and new and marketing it to us. So yeah. Lizzo is, you know, a part of that, even if it's something like the deep fried hash browns that she deep fried on her TikTok. Or that because she was showing a product and then she deep fried bacon. Yeah, and she and then made it bacon. In well, vegan sandwich. bacon vegan bacon and she was and then she deep fried some potatoes or something and then she was wearing Spanx and then she's like fuck you if you think this you know don't you come at me and insult me like what you're putting this out there and it's gross what am yeah. I gonna of course I'm gonna react that's what it's for you know it's just so weird I don't get it it's like we're on one hand you're telling people to be healthy on, on the other hand you're pleading for them to not be healthy it's a schizophrenic messaging that all it's just designed to do is make somebody rich you know whether it's the social media companies for interacting with this garbage or um you know 
the fast food companies for selling crap or the processed food companies because you they also never talk about on the news about how processed food is bad and prepared food, home prepared food is much healthier. You never hear about mm -hmm. that. I mean, processed food, I, I've read in studies here and there that you never see them, but, you know, in places like CNN, they'll show it like processed food, you know, causes cancer. You know, and yeah. not just like sulfate meats with sulfates in them or whatever that shit is, but just any food that's processed is 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 processed at a very high temperature, and for some reason it makes really small molecules. I don't understand the science, but that and then it causes cancer. So you're better off yeah. just shopping from the whatever you call it, the perimeter of the store, right? Right. Um, and one big thing is getting enough fiber in your diet when most things are processed, all the fiber is stripped out of it. Mm. And they think that, um, things like sugar, if you're eating them with high fiber foods, it has less of a effect of an effect on your body. So you can get away with having some and not having the negative health effects. Mm. So eating things without fiber is really an issue. And then when you don't, you don't get to do your favorite activity, shitting. shitting. I shit all the time. What about well, that's because I, you have a healthy lifestyle with your lesbian? Yeah. So what about um, the okay? So we go to Trader Joe's sometimes, and we were buying prunes. Speaking of shitting, and I noticed there's two kinds of prunes. One has preservatives, and one doesn't. So we immediately switched to the one without preservatives, which they don't taste as good. They're dry. They're dry as a mummy. And but mm -hmm. but they don't so we opted for that. And then I was thinking about it. And I realized because we also buy raisins. I thought you know I never check the raisins. And then I look at the raisins and it's got like sulfur dioxide in it. I guess it's a preservative. So do I? Are those? Do you think? Those you know are what? Really I'd have to look up that some um, preservatives aren't harmful. Like sometimes they just use mm. vitamin C, or <laughs> you know you make acid. sauerkraut all the time yeah. and. Yeah, so there's some preservatives that are natural and fine. It's like the chemical preservatives that but, are bad But I don't put a, a preservative in sauerkraut. I just use salt. Is that... Right, exactly. But that's the preservative. Or like oh. in ceviche, the acid is the thing, you know, making okay. it cooked. Oh, so it might be something natural you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just to me, like, if something tastes good for that long, there's something wrong. <laughs> you know, it's just... I agree. There's no free lunch. Like, I was at a, a friend's house the other day. He's like, oh, try this salsa. But it was in a jar that wasn't refrigerated. It was called avocado salsa, and it was green. And I know that when I pull out an avocado, if I don't eat it right away, it starts turning brown. So there's definitely yeah. something unnatural. Plus, it tasted like gasoline. I mean, yeah, I don't like any of those. Um, actually, here's things. a funny story. Anything with preserved avocado is disgusting. Um, so I work for a, an auto body shop, and what? the guy sends me funny pictures. Yeah. Oh, I do the social media. So. Um, this guy brings a car into the shop and there's, he goes, what's wrong with this picture? Um, in like part of an engine that I guess is only, um, it's like lockable. Yeah. There's all of these French fries. And I was like, how did the fries get in there? And I guess animals were putting the French fries in there to save them. And then it keeps it warm. But the point of this story, I'm going to send you this picture yeah. because it was McDonald's French fries. I could recognize the McDonald's French fries. I have no idea how old they were, but they were in perfect condition oh. still. You know, it had been days that until like the guy had figured out he had engine problems and the engine wasn't starting. So it's really disturbing when you, there's foods like that that just don't disintegrate. So there were like there was like an animal, like a squirrel that was hiding French fries in the engine. It was block. chipmunks. Yeah, chipmunks. Oh, my God. You know, I used to have a car when I lived in Florida, and I had a lot of fast food garbage, and I can tell you those fries never changed. 
<laughs> I, I mean, it's I never pretty ate, messed up. I never ate them. I hope. Maybe I ate one by mistake when I dropped one and I picked an old one by mistake. I don't know. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I'm recovering um, now. Not really. If you have any ideas for making uh, car repair social media interesting, please let me know. Yeah. No, I don't. But maybe I, that would be it. What you just described. Yeah. If you haven't put that on social, then you're nuts because that's. Okay. Amazing. Well, I'll put it up today. That's um, amazing. The funniest thing I thought was. Um, this guy hit a patch of wild turkeys mm -hmm. and there were feathers all over in the front of his car and he wouldn't take them off because he was grossed out. It was like literal feathers. Did you social that or you found that on social? I did. I did social that. Oh, it, this, right. this happened at the same uh, car with her. All right, and well, I made a joke about drinking wild turkey. Anyway. I, okay. Before I want, before we get to the, the other matters, I wanted to ask you though, cause like your Instagram NYC muncher or as Syria pronounces it, Nick muncher, is like you're basically eating garbage all the time so is that what you really eat because you're tech because i'm sure people are watching like who this bitch gonna tell me what to eat when she fat and she eat garbage so you know um well i'm not gonna tell anyone what to eat but yeah, yeah i eat the stuff on the um instagram and right now i am eating pizza every single day for 100 days but i only eat one slice of pizza a day and I think pizza's uh, pretty healthy, so it's okay. Well, it's delicious for sure. I, I love it. Um, I'm just asking. Yes. Because like, but what about processed foods? Do you eat processed foods? I do. So um, I try not to eat too many processed mm. foods. And I try when I'm not posting stuff online to eat, you know, healthy foods. Like I'm at work today and I have an apple with me. Uh -huh. And then after work, I'll get my slice of pizza and black coffee. Um, but... Uh, yesterday or two days ago, actually, I had to do a collaboration with some meatless um, chicken. So that was processed. I, I did eat it. I tried vomited. it. <laughs> um, and most of the time, I'm going. Huh? Did it give you farts? No, it was. You know what? It was kind of like little chicken nuggets. It wasn't a lot had, of food. You only had like one bite, right? No, I ate a few because right. I tried different flavors, but. Um, but like when you buy a piece part, of cake on a on an Instagram, you don't eat the whole piece, right? It depends. If it's really good, I will. But usually, I share it. I try yeah. and share everything because um, I'm fat. Yeah, me too. Oh, all right. What else? Um. Well, I. I don't know. I'm trying to grow my TikTok. I was telling you. TikTok things too. I do think if you posted video, it would help a little bit. But look at um, this. What do I look at this? It's horrible. People would be like, "You're so fat." Well, and I can't even look at myself. You don't have to video. post video of you. Do like Chicago stuff. Oh. Because video of me doesn't do well either. On Instagram, it does fine, but on TikTok, it sucks. I think because I'm so old, and everyone on TikTok's like 15. Yeah, and you're not dancing. Well, you are dancing, but I'm not like. Uh -huh. No, I'm not. Oh, it's so embarrassing. My God, like some of them. Maybe I can show you this one that's just so horrific. I get, I, you know, I I am going to show. I I hate, um, I hate watch a lot, and some of them are like, you think like, how does this person live with themselves after they do a video like uh, what I'm hopefully about to show you? I mean, it's just to me, it's just shocking what people will do, and is it for attention? I'm so sorry. Wait, I'm that's wait. Somebody else sent me that same. I don't know what's happening. D 
Did somebody else send me the video of that horrible girl? That girl? Wait, yeast rate. Sorry, I'm, 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 I'm vamping. How's your uh, family while I look for this? Um, well, it's my grandfather's 102nd birthday today, so I'm going to be Zooming tonight. And uh, everything else is fine. 102nd. It's been, yeah. Um, it is a little bit hard being at home, but at least today I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Um, my housemate and son started ice skating together. I'd love to get a video of that. Um, they started doing what together? Skating? Ice skating. Oh no, that's horrible. Wait, I gotta find it. Oh, did he delete the fucking reel, the little bitch? Oh, damn it. <laughs> he deleted it. It was so horrible. He probably got made fun of. Oh, fuck me. That's sad. And he's so annoying and annoying looking, but oh well, I can't show it to you. But it's just, I don't even want to give him attention, but like these people, like they go on there and like, okay, yeah, it'll work to dance like an idiot. And then you'll get, you know, thousands and hundreds of thousands of likes. But is it worth it? I don't know. You know what? I'll do one dancing TikTok and we'll see what happens. Like, a, but it has to have the hand jive. Yeah. And then the, the fuck thing, the fuck thing. Yeah. Where it's like you're getting your fuck. The, <laughs> yeah. And then and the pony ride. Oh, God. The pony. Like, what is wrong with these people? Like, here we're in like Me Too land and these people are basically doing rape on TikTok. Like, what? Like, panta rape. Yeah. Or the, I don't want, yeah, the, the, this one. I would. Hey, I'm better at this than I thought. Yeah, and you need to do a booty clamp. Oh, and you can play body, 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 body. Okay. Okay. Talk to you later. Thank you. Bye. bye. On my uh, web, this uh, old man, 75 years old, goes to his son and he says, "Zenal, I want hormones." He says, "Papa, what do you need hormones for?" Is it for mama? He says, "Nechtik tugis. I want to go to the Turkish bath like a sport." Wasn't it a man, the old man that goes to his son and he says, Zindel, he said, I got a shiksa coming over. I buy her from J.C. Penney, he said, and I want to entertain her. And I got plenty of money and she's got 42 stores and I'm on the sale, he says, and I'm not what I was. And even if I would be what I am, then why should I suppose that I'm not? He says, maybe you can make me what I suppose I'm not, so I'll be what I am. He says, Pop, he says, I could give you hormones. He says, who's with this tune from here? He says, this will make you like a retzicha. Retzicha means a powerhouse. He says, how much cost a shot? He says, $25, but I got to check your heart. Strong stuff. He says, check it. He gives him a cardiogram. He says, you're in good shape, Pop. You can take it. He says, give me a double. He says, well, Pop, if I give you a double, I got to check everything. He says, what will a double do to me? I want to surprise this girl. He says, a double will make Tarzan look like a pygmy compared to you. You'll swing from the chandelier. He says, give me a complete test. Give me a triple and put me in oxygen. He gives him a triple, he puts him in oxygen, his father walks out like a bull, and he's gone for two weeks, and he meets his son on the street, and his son says, well, Pop, how was it? He says, you son of a gun, you, you dirty dog, he says. When I was a boy, I wasn't such a boy. I smoked in the chandeliers, I smoked Medjavijas, I ran around with Nasa towels. He says, what about the girl? He says, she didn't show up in Ola Schwarzschur. <laughs> I like the woman that goes into the butcher shop. She says, give me a pound of chuck. I'm going to the movie. She'll put it in the icebox. It'll give him crick. Versus me give him crick. She goes to the movie. She comes back. She says, Mr. Kantz, where's my chuck? He says, it's in the icebox. He goes in and gets the chuck. She says, weigh it for me. 
He says, you're dealing with me 20 years. What do you mean all of a sudden you want to weigh it? She says, how do I know? Maybe you took off a little bit. He says, lady, it's Chuck, not schmuck. It don't get bigger and it don't get smaller. <laughs> Wasn't it a story about the old man finds out that his young daughter is going with an older Gentile gentleman and he calls her in and he says, darling, Fustista. She says, Pop, I love him and he's good to me. So he calls the old man and he says, look, I don't mind your another nationality. He said, but remember, he said, you're much older than my daughter. You're 65 and she's 30. Even if you're not the same, you're not Jewish. All right, I'll overlook this, but look at the difference in the age. He suppose you have a baby with her. You know what that'll do to my wife's feelings? He says, look, I'm a rich old man. I love your little daughter. She's given me so much happiness. I haven't got much longer to go. If we have a baby, I'll give you $1,000 for your wife's feelings. He says, what about my feelings? He says, I'll give you $1,000 for your feelings too. He says, what about my sister-in-law? She lives in the same house. Everything my wife feels, she feels. He says, I'll give you $1,000 for her feelings. He says, what about my brother-in-law? He'll find out about this. He says, I'll give you $1,000 for his feelings. He says, tell me, if you have a, a baby with my daughter, you'll give me 1000 for my feelings, 1000 for my wife's feelings, 1000 for my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law's feelings. He says, that's right. He says, tell me, if you have a miscarriage, will you give me another chance? <laughs> I'll tell you a cute little bigotry story, and it's cute because it's got a little message to it. Fella checks into a hotel, a restricted hotel in Miami. You probably all know the hotel, but I don't want to mention. Let's use it. I understand it changed hands now. It did. He don't own it anymore. And the kid walks in the water, and the lifeguard looks at me and says, What's your name? He says, My name is Izzy Cohn. The lifeguard says, Izzy Cohn? He says, How did you get in a hotel? The kid's eight years old, was wasted. He says, I don't know. My father checked in. He says, Yeah, but you're not supposed to be at this hotel. It's, it's, I don't know how to explain it to you, kid, but we don't have any Jewish kids here. He says, what's the matter? This is Gentile water? Kid don't know. He says, I can't go in the water. He says, I'm sorry, you can't go in the water. Kid starts to cry and his father overhears it. So he walks over to the guard and he says, lifeguard, he says, what's your problem? He says, well, this little boy, he says, he happens to be my son. He says, yeah, he just went into the water. He says, and uh, he's a Jewish kid. And, you know, it's just my job, sir. I don't have any prejudices. But at this hotel, we don't have any Jews. He says, well, look, he says, let him in halfway. I'm married to a shiksa. <laughs> now... Here's the thing, don't laugh, but the Schwarzer, God bless him, may be our landsman. We haven't got enough tourists. <laughs> the Schwarzer may be our landsman. They may be the tribe of Israel that's missing. They're called the Falashas, F-A-L-U-S-H-A-S. The rumor is in the western part of Ethiopia, there are orthodox black Jews that pray like we do, shuckle like we do, the whole bit, the old orthodox manner. And the rumor is they may be the tribe of Israel that's missing, but this is possible because King Solomon was a Hebron, you know. This guy had a thousand wives, you know. Oh, look, we weren't so... Uh, in the old days, there were warlike tribes and liked to flaft a little bit. You don't know those guys. Yeah, he would walk home and say, you're the thousandth wife I walked home that's pregnant. She says, oh, sire, oh, king, I'm not pregnant. He says, Satskali, you ain't home yet. Falashas, they're called. Can you imagine if these black Jews happen to be the tribe of Israel that's missing? Huh? What a big man Sammy Davis Jr. will become? <laughs> and Maybrith will be canonized and become a symbol like a post and become B'nai Brith and become a Hadassah post. <laughs> with a flag sticking out of a pippy. Can you figure this kind of mission, guys? Wasn't there a little story about a, a, a white man has a house or Schwarzer moves in? Buys a beautiful Cadillac. The white man don't want him to get ahead, so he buys a beautiful Cadillac, puts in a beautiful garden, the Schwarzer, so the white man puts in a beautiful garden. 
The Schwarzer brings over a van full of audio high-fidelity equipment. So the white, he pawns himself, biz and lob, and he goes and gets the same thing. The next week, the Schwarzer brings a van full of albums and records. The white man does it and finally meets the Schwarzer on the street. He says, everything you've got, Schwarzer, I've got too. The Schwarzer says, I've got one thing you haven't got. And the white man says, what's that? He says, I don't have any Schwarzer living next door to me. <laughs> In the old days, they would do stories like this Schwarzer went up to uh, heaven. He meets St. Peter and St. Peter says, uh, what would you like? You've been a good colored man on earth. He says, man, I'd like a nice white Cadillac beautiful white girl and a million dollars in gold. I want to run it through my fingers. He looks at the second Schwarz, says, what would you like? He says, I like what he's got, but double. A little yiddle comes up, he says, what would you like? He says, just give me two dollars worth of costume jewelry and show me where those two Schwarzer went. <laughs> I know a woman calls up Fort Dixon. She says, will you please send me six lieutenants and make sure they're not of Semitic origin. I'm not prejudiced or anything like that, but I'm having the Vanderbilts and the Astors over, and I prefer some Anglo-Saxon boys, if you don't mind, Colonel. The Colonel says, I understand. About an hour later, there's a knock at the door, and she opens the door, there's six Schwarzer lieutenants standing there. <laughs> it's a Werther, She walks over to the spokesman for the lieutenant, she says, Lieutenant, what are you doing here? He says, you called the Colonel, you told him that you wanted a certain type of lieutenants to come down here for your party. She says, that's right. She says, who did I speak to? She says, you spoke to Colonel Bernstein. And he never makes a mistake. <laughs> this woman calls this other friend and she says, is this uh, uh, Sam? She says, nope. She says, this Harriet? She says, nope. She says, who am I talking to? She says, you're talking to the new maid, the Schwarzer. She says, what's your name? She says, shipwreck. She gets a friend on the phone a little later. She says, Fanny, what's wrong with a shipwreck? You got a new maid? She says, yeah. She says, she says you call a shipwreck. She says, I'm a shigane. She thinks a shipwreck. <laughs> I didn't understand it. The rabbi's enjoying it. I can't understand. You're the first rabbi ever enjoyed me. He must be a hip rabbi. God bless him. Even in a cemetery, even in a cemetery, there's humor. My grandfather, God bless him, passed away two years ago, rabbi, at the age of 96. Grandmother, 97. Thank God they saved the baby. <laughs> this little woman is leaning over a cemetery visiting her husband's grave. And all of a sudden, a little flower tickles her under the dress. <laughs> she looks at the tombstone. She says, Sam, I laid my dear. Even in your cave, you're up to your old tricks. <laughs> and she takes a smell, and a man comes by and says, take another smell. She says, why? He says, face schmegs on Vienna. <laughs> it's like this fella goes to the... Uh, he took over to a Catholic church. He says, I'd like to need a, few, uh, a million dollars, but I'd like uh, to, to do me one favor. The priest says, what? He says, I'd like you to change a few words in your Bible. The priest says, this is impossible. He says, do me a favor. If you do it, okay. He says, it's impossible. This has to go to Archbishop Spellman, to Pope John. It's an international, it's a local thing. You don't even have to go from Brooklyn to the Bronx. The priest says, how come? He says, you know, when you get on the pulpit and you get to the part, give us our daily bread, the priest says, yes. He says, do me a favor, throw in two words. The priest says, what? He says, Rabinovitz is pumpernickel. I was at the Breeze Lawn in Ellenville. One summer when it was hot, trees were chasing dogs. I went into this pool naked. I put my hat and my clothes near the pool, and I come out, and some moms have stole all my clothes. This woman has a wonderful laugh, I lay my bed. You know what she sounds like? She sounds like she sat on a girl's bicycle with no seat when she was a little girl. That's the kind of laugh I like.
You think this is my business? I sell maternity wedding gowns, darling. <laughs> Just like a shvel in a business, darling. Don't laugh. I know a little girl met a little boy, and, and this little momza went to Philadelphia to his aunt's house and sends him a little letter like this. M is for the many times you made me. O is for the other times you tried. T is for those tourist cabin weekends. H is for the devil in your eyes. E is for your everlasting loving. R is for the wreck you made of me. Put them all together, they spell mother, and that's exactly what I'm going to be. Now, this little boy was from Momsaville. He was no dummy. He sends her a letter like this. F is for your funny little letter. A is for the answer to your note. T is for your tearful accusations. H is for the hope that I'm the goat. E is for the ease in which I made you. R is for the rube you thought I'd be. Put them all together, they spell father, but you're crazy if you think it's me. Ah, <laughs> oh, these young kids, they meet your little daughter, oodly coo, oodly daba, ooble abba, and they say hubba hubba, and while I say hubba hubba, you become a baba, darling. <laughs> oh yeah, but oh. I came, I came out, I came out of the army with a cough like that, and I came home to my mother, I said, Ma, I got a case of bronchitis. She said, good, Satskal, I'm tired of drinking that Pepsi-Cola. What was I going to say just now? Which story? I went into the water naked. I didn't finish the story. Holy mackerel. Holy mackerel. This is the only woman paying attention here. Honey, I went into the pool and I come out and some moms that took all my clothes. So what do I do? I put the metal hernia at the work. The hat was left over. I put the hat in front of me. I knock it. Listen, a cap is ergenig. Listen, you could do it with a beanie, honey. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to get clinical, but a Band-Aid is acting from here. I put the hat in front of me, and I walk out, and the owner's wife, she's never up this late, she stays there, the blood goes out of my face. I stammered, I said, if you were a lady, you'd turn your head. She says, you're a gentleman, you'd tip your hat. I did. <laughs> I like you talk about sex, it's like this fella gets into a car and by accident his hand happened to slip on this girl's knee. She looks at him and she says, what do you think I am, a loose woman? He says, Satskal, who's offering you money? <laughs> Wasn't it this guy met this girl at Grossinger, elderly young crowd, Sadie Hawkins, they losers. Too old for Castoria, too young for Serotan. They're sitting there, nice elderly young couple, and he says, darling, let's have a little fun. Let's hurl you. She says, I don't do it. She says, my mother told me about fellas like you, Vismar Oishusen. She says, I don't do it. He says, dummy, even the birds do it, and the bees do it, and the flowers do it. She says, ich tue es nicht. He says, dummy, even Khrushchev does it. She says, well, ich habe mir If the communists do it, I'll do it. <laughs> so on the strength of this, he makes out with the broad. Five minutes later, she looks up. She says, you know, this is Sigit for Khrushchev. <laughs> One woman meets another, and she says, my daughter was in the vax. The second says, that's nothing. My daughter was in the waves. The third one says, my daughter's in the Tootsies. The first one says, what kind of Tootsies? She says, prostitutes. <laughs> Two women meet, and one woman says to another, she says, Sarah, how's your son? She says, came back from the army, New Guinea, no machine gun section. He came back with a, a stutter. He came back, as they say in Jewish, with a, a hickey. He goes for a job. Before he says he can do the job, somebody takes away the job from him. She says, how's your daughter? She says, my daughter's got a problem too. She came back with a keke from the vet car. But a keke, she get keke. A boy puts his hand on her knee before she says, S -s 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 Stop, Svengertischen. <laughs> I was in Florida for three years. What do you think I did? I got a job there in a clinic. 
I became a donor in the artificial insemination clinic. <laughs> on live targets. And I did such a wonderful job, they were calling for encores, I was getting ice cream at you. <laughs> Wasn't that these two women sitting there, the older women are priceless. One woman says, I've been laying on my back all winter with arthritis. The other one says, I know those writers, boys. And that Arthur's the voice, Mom, you should have gone with Sammy. <laughs> I like the Jewish man that's calling the Swedish embassy and he says, and he gets a voice, he says, this is the Swedish embassy. A woman answers, yes. He says, who am I speaking to? The voice answers, I'm Jensen. <laughs> he says, I'll call you when you're not so busy. I'll leave him up there. <laughs> Wasn't there this little old lady in Florida? She walks in and says, mister, can I have a plate of chicken soup? And he gives her a plate of chicken soup. She walks away and she comes back and she says, Mr. Lame, I forgot something. He said, what? And you know, they're pretty fresh, some of them, over in those cafeterias. She said, have you got matzo balls? He says, no, I walked this way for my arthritis. Was visiting for my urine. <laughs> Fella comes home and he catches his wife with another man. And the guy's got his back to him, so he looks at his wife. He says, is it Sal? She goes, no. He says, is it Harry? She goes, no. He says, is it Jake? She goes, no. He says, my friends are not good enough for you. <laughs> so the fellow turns around, he recognizes him. He says, Saul, I have to, but you. <laughs> then he looks over at his wife and he says, Sarah. He says, I bought you a beautiful mink stole. I bought you a beautiful house. I, I sent you to the Catskills for the summer. I mean, and what do you do? You cheat on me. He's talking about 20 minutes. Finally, he looks over at his best friend. He says, Sal, you bum. The least you could do is stop while I'm talking. <laughs> Wasn't this two men meet on the street? One fellow says, well, he says, Sam, he says, you don't get along with your wife. How do you do it now? He says, I'm wealthy now. I get along with my wife. I don't see her too much. She's got a room in one end of the castle, and I got a room in the other end of the castle. He says, what do you do when you want a little, uh, 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 you know, a little Zetson? I got a bell. He says, and when I want a little fun, he says, I ring the bell. He says, how does it work out? He says, well, but I think she's getting a little deaf. <laughs> the other says, what do you mean? He says, three times she came in last night. She says, Moshe, has This woman looked at her husband and she says, listen. She says, Sam, she says, look, I want to buy some things. If this man is giving King Gelt, I'll tell you what I'll do. Why don't you do what Mrs. Katz and Mr. Katz does? When you want to give me a kiss, you'll put a dollar in a pishka. When you want to give me a little bite, let me give my home dollar. When you want to give me a little trestle, let me give him three dollars. When you want to give me a little shuckle, you'll give me four dollars. He says, let's try it. So the first night he gives her a little kiss, puts in a quarter, gives her a little kissle, another dollar, a little shuckle, two dollars. And finally, she's good and aroused. He says, you know something? I'm short a dollar forty. She says, I'll lend it to you tonight, darling. <laughs> a woman went in for a fan. She says, that's a fan in Jewish. A fucha is a fan, honey. He says, a wiffel will you spend for a fucha? She says, ich will so fuchen. He says, well, he says, a fan was fuchet with costing by vier fin of dollar. She says, can it because a haze by me and ich will so fuchen good. So she buys the fan and comes home and she comes back and she says, Mr. Leben, ask me, give my fucha was fuchet nicht. That's what I call a laugh like you, darling. And I love women like you. Do you know why? I like you. I hate those Dara <laughs> With that metrical. 
I like them like her, Lee, my fear. Walk down the street and slacks looks like two kids fighting under a blanket. So hates her. It's the way it should be. You want to do Al-Khet? You know what Al-Khet is. Al-Khet is when you pound away in Yom Kippur for the trials and tribulations of all the tribes of Israel, for all their penance and everything they've gone through, so you pound like this. But this woman was pounding like this, right under the pipic. And the rabbi comes over, he says, So wash away the sins. He says, And she kept going. <laughs> Even rabbis have fun. Now I'll lose him. Now I'm getting to his area. And he's smiling. He likes me. I can't make him dislike me. He likes me. Want to hear a funny bit? Wouldn't it be funny if I'm a hit with him and the whole audience don't like me? But rabbis, they have fun too. Why? Because they're religious. God bless them. They like to have fun. One day, two rabbis sitting there on a beach. And a beautiful broad comes by in a bikini. And one rabbi says, Zainab Fabrenzias. The other one says, Ichvata Gessen Royeraid. I have fun. Oh, I can't get rid of him. He likes this. I can't. I figure he'll get mad at me. I know a rabbi that went into the Hotel St. George, and he didn't know. He goes up to his room, as they say in Jewish, black in front of his eyes. He sits, sees sitting at the edge of his bed a knock at the matel. He doesn't know during convention time this is standard equipment that replaces the Gideon Bible and the right-hand dresser. This is an inside joke for the traveling salesman. So he calls down. He says, what do you mean sending naked women to my room? He says, don't you know I got three boys coming up to learn Rashi Gamuri? He says, you got some hell of a nerve. He starts to rave and rant, and the girl starts to pick herself up and starts to walk out. He drops the telephone. He says, Ligangalik, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the clerk. <laughs> three rabbis are sitting near a cemetery, and one rabbi says, when I die, I want to lay near Rabbi Katz. He says, give me a chukham. A wise man. The second one says, when I die, I want to lay near Rabbi Vice, he was a chucham agudl, a sage of sages. And the third one says, when I go, I want lady Rabbi Weiss's daughter. The other one says, dummy, is he late now? He says, Michigan, ich bin tight. <laughs> he's laughing. I don't figure this rabbi's going to, I don't understand this man. I can't, he's going to stay here for the whole performance. He's going to stay here for the whole performance. My guide said to me that they do not have swords, they have long tubes with balls at each end that are green. And what they do is they put this wand on your affected area and it turns dark. They pull the illness out of you and then they go rinse it and come back.